بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم Welcome to season 4 of Once Upon a Crescent, a Muslim kids podcast. Dear kid listeners, these stories are just for you. Written and produced by me, your author and narrator, Mrs. Hashmi. Let's switch on our imaginations with today's story. Today's story is called Prince Abdullah's Quarantine. This story is a continuation from the story from season one named Conflict Resolution. The king was excitedly talking to Prince Abdullah about all the plans underway for their special Father Sunday. We'll start off our day with some horseback riding lessons. I've hired the best teacher for you. You know, this is an essential skill for you as a young prince. Then we will practice your archery on the field. I can show you a few tips and tricks that have worked well for me. Lastly, we'll end our day with some good old-fashioned wrestling. I can't wait for you to go against the other young men I've arranged to compete against you. Hmm, compete in wrestling? Prince Abdullah's face dropped. This was not what he was expecting as a way for him to spend time with his father. In his mind, he had imagined something totally different. Like maybe just simply going out for ice cream at the royal marketplace. Prince Abdullah spoke up. Uh, Abba, how many people will be joining us today? He asked as he followed his father up the stairs. Oh, you know me. I've invited our entire trusted officials to come along for this very important event. I sent out the invitations just last week for this grand father-son bonding event. I even made all of us matching t-shirts with our names and the event details on it. Prince Abdullah could clearly see the excitement on his father's face over the event that he planned out for today. Prince Abdullah really didn't want to complain about anything, but deep down he kind of wished spending time with his father didn't mean an entire master plan of an event. All right, Abba, I'll just go and get ready. I'm sure the guards are all waiting for us downstairs. Oh, you bet. They woke up extra early to get the roads cleared and safe for our day. (coughs) Abba, are you okay? That cough did not sound good. The king held his chest while he coughed a bit more. (coughs) The king was sweating and trying to catch his breath. (coughs) Oh, I'm not feeling so well right now. Uh, I need to go lie down. Prince Abdullah took the king's arm and swung it over his neck to support his father as he led the way to the bedroom. Prince Abdullah helped the king lie down on his bed. I'm okay, Abdullah. Just a little bit of a cough. (coughs) Maybe I'm just exhausted. I think I shall sleep for an hour or so. (coughs) Then we can continue on with our day. (coughs) Nuseba, the royal palace manager, entered the room at the sound of the king's grunting and coughing. (coughs) 
She immediately stretched a mask over her face, as did the guards when they rushed inside. Assalamu alaikum. Prince Abdullah, please serve this water to the dear king. We have called for the doctor. He should be here soon. The doctor of the royal palace entered the room. Assalamu alaikum, my dear royal family. King, I will be doing your checkup today to figure out exactly what could be causing this sudden change in your health. The doctor came closer to the king. He adjusted his mask tightly and opened his briefcase. The doctor continued to take out his tools and laid them on the bed. He checked the king's breathing through a little device that attached to the king's finger. It beeped and beeped. The doctor then listened to the king's heartbeat with his stethoscope. He then pulled out a thermometer to check the king's temperature. My king, you definitely have a fever. Prince Abdullah, please help the king take this medicine. It will help with his fever. The doctor handed two tablets to Prince Abdullah and watched as he helped his father take the medicine. The doctor dug around in his briefcase once more to find more tools. Dr. Omar frantically addressed the king. Got it! This is what I need! Open wide, my king! The doctor instructed. The doctor checked the king's throat with a special light and pushed down on the king's tongue with what looked like a popsicle stick. Finally, after looking inside the king's ears, the checkup was done. My dear king, inshallah you'll be okay, but you do seem to have a virus. You will need to stay away from people in large gatherings and recover in this room. Prince Abdullah, since you've already been exposed to your father, you may remain with him. I will instruct the royal palace manager, Sister Nuseiba, to leave food and drinks at the door. Prince Abdullah held his father's hand and asked, So what about today's father-son event? I'm afraid it must be cancelled. You two must quarantine in this room until the king recovers. The king nodded his head in agreement. (coughs) We will not be leaving our palace or this room, doctor. The king looked to his son and gently said, Abdullah... (coughs) We will follow these instructions as it's what's taught to us from our sunnah. The Prophet ﷺ said, If you hear of an outbreak of plague in a land, do not enter it. But if the plague breaks out in a place while you are in it, do not leave that place. A virus, a plague, we will have to keep this contained. We will not leave this palace. We'll keep our kingdom safe from the germs and virus. Dr. Omar turned to Prince Abdullah and explained, Prince, watch out for any symptoms for yourself, but you are so young, so you may not even be affected as the king was, but you will still have to remain here because, as your father has said, this is the way to keep the kingdom safe from germs and the virus. The royal palace manager, Nuseiba, pushed in a tray of food, drinks, and snacks. She spoke from behind the door. Prince Abdullah, if there is anything I can bring to you, please let me know. I am right outside this door waiting to hear how I can make things comfortable for you and the king. Prince Abdullah pushed the tray inside the bedroom and was just about to offer his father something to eat when he realized that the king had already turned over and fell asleep for the day. Prince Abdullah sighed. (sighs) 
He looked around the large empty room and wondered what in the world he would do for days in one room. He quietly walked over to his bookshelf and pulled out a book to read. Hours passed by and the king was still sleeping and still resting. Prince Abdullah read book after book until his entire bookshelf was empty. He read every book that was currently in the bedroom. Prince Abdullah looked around the room to see what else he could find. He started to feel kind of lonely. <sighs> he wished his father would wake up. At the very least, if he was awake, Prince Abdullah would be able to sit and talk to him while helping him eat some dinner. But the king continued to sleep all the way until the next morning. Prince Abdullah woke up for Fajr. He gently nudged his father, awakening him for his salah. The king groaned and moaned. Oh, Abdullah, how long did I sleep for? Prince Abdullah smiled. Well, it's Fajr time now, so it's been a while. The prince and the king both got up to do wudu and pray together. They began their day after Fajr with a room-delivered breakfast and tea. They sat in silence, eating and staring out the window. The king finally spoke. <coughs> Abdullah, I'm sure this feels so disappointing. You expressed to me that you wanted to spend time with me, and now I'm sick and have spent all this time sleeping and resting. Prince Abdullah quietly sipped on his tea shrugging his shoulders, not knowing what to say next. How about <coughs> we play a board game or something? <coughs> I'm certain you have toys and games in this bedroom, right? Prince Abdullah smiled. Abba, I haven't played with toys and games in years. I've always been so busy with the duties and responsibilities of being prince that I don't really remember the last time I even had fun. The king walked over to Prince Abdullah's large closet. The closet was like a huge room itself. The king continued to walk down the closet to pull out an old brown wooden box. He brought it to the study table in Prince Abdullah's room and opened up this mystery box. The prince knew of this wooden box from his childhood. He remembered all the memories around this wooden box. The king opened the wooden box and took out a dusty chessboard. All the pieces were neatly arranged at the bottom of the box. How about a game of chess, my dear prince? The king asked, taking a seat. Prince Abdullah's heart filled with joy. He used to love playing chess with his Abba as a kid. Now he gets to be a kid again without any interruptions or duties or responsibilities, not to mention without any guards interrupting them. The prince ran to the desk and took a seat across from the king. Both father and son sat for hours playing chess the first day of quarantine. They would play in between praying their salah, in between eating their meals, and in between taking their naps and getting their rest. It was as if Prince Abdullah was a kid again. The second day of quarantine, both the king and the prince pulled out the carom board from the closet. 
and played another favorite childhood game that Prince Abdullah missed. The third day of quarantine, both the king and the prince played a few simple and fun card games like Uno and Go Fish and even Monopoly. But best of all was that last fourth day of quarantine. The king had more energy on the fourth day, and his cough was nearly all cleared. Abdullah, today after Dhuhr Salah, let's do something new. I've asked Nuseiba, our royal palace manager, to bring in a new activity. I remember you used to do this when you were seven or eight years old. I hope you like my father and son last day of quarantine plan. Prince Abdullah stared out the window, trying to remember what exactly he enjoyed doing as a seven or eight-year-old. He just couldn't remember. Prince Abdullah wondered what Nuseiba, the royal palace manager, would bring with her when she rolled in the lunch cart for today. Abba, how would you even remember what I used to like as a seven-year-old? You were always so busy with the matters of the kingdom. It never really felt like you were even here at the palace. Prince Abdullah said quietly, The king walked to the prince and gave him a hug. He sensed a sad tone in his voice at these memories. Oh, my dear Abdullah, even though I was busy, I used to ask Sister Nusaiba to set up your play area near my conference room where all the important meetings were happening. At the very least, I would just watch you from far away and enjoy seeing you play. Prince Abdullah stayed in a hugging embrace with the king until the adhan was heard, signaling the time for dhuhr. The king and Prince Abdullah stood together, side by side in salah, slowly going through the motions of prayer together. Sister Nuseiba, the prince exclaimed, eager to see what today's activity of quarantine would be. The guards entered with masks, pushing not only the lunch cart into the bedroom, but one more cart filled with large boxes. Assalamu alaikum, dear King and Prince Abdullah. May Allah grant you a full recovery. You seem to look much better, alhamdulillah. All of your trusted officials send their salams and express their concerns about your health. They were saddened to hear about the cancelling of the father and son event. They also asked to keep the matching t-shirts you made in hopes of doing the event when your health returns to its normal state. The royal palace manager stated, chuckling. <laughs> Wa alaykum assalam, Sister Nusaiba. See, I knew the t-shirts was a fun idea. The king exclaimed cheerfully, Alhamdulillah, we are doing well. Tomorrow evening, we will be well enough to exit this bedroom and continue on with running the kingdom, inshallah. Nuseiba, the royal palace manager, exclaimed in delight, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, what good news to hear, my king. The king nodded and added, Tell my trusted officials and the people that the king sends a message. Convey to them a reminder from the Quran. Allah says, Perhaps you dislike something which is good for you, and you like something which is bad for you. Allah knows and you do not know. This illness was good for me, Sister Nusayba. I dislike being sick and having a dreadful cough, but I cannot tell you how much I've enjoyed spending time with Prince Abdullah here. 
Our time together in this room while we were quarantined has been better than any father and son event that I could have planned for myself. Prince Abdullah was smiling with joy at his father's beautiful message. The royal palace manager was happy to see the two of them happy and healthy together. Enjoy today's activity, Prince Abdullah. You will find your last day of quarantine to be one of the best ones. She exited the bedroom smiling. Prince Abdullah was eager. He walked over to open the boxes. To his amazement and surprise, the boxes were filled to the top with Legos. Lego sets that he built and stored away as a kid. Some were neatly arranged in these boxes, and some were taken apart to make a pile of mixed pieces of Legos. These building brick toys were his favorite as a kid. Wow, this is amazing, Abba! Prince Abdullah exclaimed. Well, what are you waiting for, Abdullah? Let's get building. Should we build a palace? A bridge? A castle? Prince Abdullah had no words. He sifted through the enormous, unlimited supply of Legos, happily putting together little builds and sets from years ago. The king carefully dumped a box of Legos onto the bedroom floor. The royal king got on his hands and knees with a determined face to play creatively with these building bricks with his son. Oh, Abba, I remember this from so many years ago. This was one of my favorite builds. Do you remember when I came to show you this huge tower? Of course I remember, Abdullah. I used to love seeing all of your creative work. That's why I stored them, safe and sound, in the palace. Prince Abdullah smiled as he went through these memory boxes of Lego sets. The time spent in quarantine with the king was as if he was transported back into a beautiful memory of his childhood. Playing chess with his father. Check, check me, Abba. Playing card games with his father. And best of all, Abba, did you see my Lego tower? Building Legos with his father. Jazakallah khair everyone for tuning in to Once Upon a Crescent, a Muslim kids podcast. If you've enjoyed this story or any of the others, please consider supporting my work. Even if it's a dollar a month, check out my Patreon link in the description below.